Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. I am your host, Peter. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. For this episode, we are doing a new release currently in theaters. Uh, Wonder Woman, the 2017 movie directed by Patty Jenkins, starring Gal Gadot. On this review, joining me is Hannah from the Film Rose podcast. Hey, Hannah. Hey, yay. I'm excited to be back. Yeah. The funny thing is, uh, you're excited to be back, but the first episode that we recorded together on this show, we haven't, I haven't released yet. So, so we're kind of <laughs> doing like a time travel thing. Um, <laughs> but technically, you actually, uh, we have recently collaborated on my other podcast called mm-hmm. Original Remake, where we discussed and compared uh, the 1974 uh, TV pilot with um, Kathy Lee Crosby versus the 2011 unaired pilot with Adrian Pilecki. Um, but just uh, you know, before we get into uh, some details of the movie, why don't you introduce yourself in the show, um, just in case this is the first time somebody's heard you, one of the listeners have heard you or something. Yeah, for sure. Um, I am the co-host of Film Roast, which is a podcast where we drink caffeine and talk about movies. Um, I am co-hosted. I'm joined by my you know buddy from college, Julia. Um, we talk about movies. We do impressions. We um, kind of just give it a normal moviegoer look. So we're pretty average Joes. We don't claim to be film experts by any means, but we have a lot of fun. Uh, and you can find us on pretty much anywhere podcasts are. So iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at Film Row Show. Yeah, one of the things I really like that I keep forgetting to bring up when when we do collab is that uh, you guys do these uh, 30-second rants, Mm -hmm. and uh, you guys usually kind of like challenge each other to do it in different voices and impressions. So that's pretty (laughs) amazing. I think uh, recently you did a a Pee Wee Herman 30-second rant. Yes. (laughs) uh, I thought I I was listening to him. I kid you not. (laughs) That one was, I was really put on the spot there by Steven, and (laughs) we had a guest co-host. So he put me on the spot, and of course, it was you know Pee Wee of all things. <laughs> well, you guys had just previously uh, previously discussed them uh, earlier in the episode, so that's yeah. where that came in. So Correct. yeah, check out that episode. And what was the um, the theme of that episode again? You guys were talking about like songs that are featured in movies. Yep, and you were really mad that I didn't include Johnny <laughs> Be Good from Back to the Future. Um, we talked about <laughs> our favorite scenes with music that wasn't made for the film so no no disney movies no musicals um no scores we just kind of talked about great songs that are in scenes that we love and it was a blast it really was i learned quite a bit about the the little bit of wayne's world you guys discussed so that was that was a good one yeah all right so people are tuning in to hear our thoughts on wonder woman uh if this is the first time you've uh, caught on to this show for the new releases, what I do is we'll, you know, kind of talk about it non-spoilery. I'll give the chance for the listeners to pause it just in case they haven't seen it yet. You know, and usually a trailer or something like that. And then we'll come back and kind of get in uh, to specifics, not quite like really detailed um, plot review or anything like that. Just things that we like because it is just a new release movie. And, you know, we obviously want the listeners to go out and enjoy it themselves. So, uh, Hannah, starting with you, why don't you um, talk about maybe the expectations you 
you had going into this movie. Um, you know, I mentioned Gal Gadot is in it. Uh, Chris mm-hmm. Pine plays Steve Trevor. Um, let's talk about uh, Danny Houston as Ludendorff. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else do you want to throw in there? Do you want to let's go ahead and mention Connie Nielsen as. Yeah. Hippolyta, I'm terrible with these names. Uh, Robin Wright plays Antiope. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, honestly, I didn't they're hear pretty names. Tough. Yeah, I didn't they're hear pretty these tough. names. Yeah, um, and we'll just leave it at that for now. And as we um, talk call. about any other new characters, then we'll you know give them their credits. Sure. Um, so I had high hopes for this film, but I didn't know what to expect. Um, you know, notoriously DC movies are hit and miss, um, mostly miss. So I wasn't expecting a whole lot, but I did have a lot of anticipation for this just solely because we haven't seen a female superhero movie in about oh, 12 years, 12 I think. years, yeah. yeah um, it's been a long time. So you know, I was hoping this would do critically well. I'm hoping it does does well in the box office. Um, and was just hoping to see Gal Gadot kick some ass. And um, that it was delivered. really all. Yes. Ma- yes. <laughs> very much so. Yeah. For me, um, I I hoped to enjoy the movie. I wasn't looking like a lot of, you know, for like a lot of fun or anything like that. Uh, she is a strong woman physically and mentally, and mm-hmm. I wanted that type of tone. I wanted this to be serious. If there was going to be any kind of jokes, it's going to be the elements of that fish out of water uh, right. story, you know, that we get because she is new to this world. And I didn't know this, but I guess in the comics, Steve Trevor and her actually meet like around World War Two. Uh, in hmm. this movie, they actually meet uh, in World War One because I guess the world hasn't really come. Um, it isn't quite like established yet, you know, their history and all that. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I was reading something. I, I thought that was kind of interesting that they added that. But for me, it being, you know, DC Comics, uh, again, just kind of echoing what you said, they uh, aren't the greatest. You know, I can mm-hmm. find something to enjoy in each of them. Um, mm-hmm. Man of Steel, I really did enjoy that one. I like that one a lot, actually. Um, I also like Henry Cavill as Superman. Uh, BVS, Batman v Superman, a lot to dislike, but there's still things to like as well. I mean, mm-hmm. visually, it still um, looks great. Um, I, I know a lot of people have issues with Batman, you know, shooting people, killing folk, uh, but terrible Lex Luthor in, in that casting. <laughs> so, right. Mark Zuckerberg. With, yeah. Yeesh. Uh, but with this one, um, I don't think like this had any of those where I'm just like, oh, Lord, I could have done without this person. You know, I think everyone um, acted their asses off, I thought, uh, which was um, kind of crazy. But Mm -hmm. I didn't uh, we've all I I feel like everybody, for the most part, has at least seen like a teaser or maybe one trailer of this. It's been kind of hard to kind of stay spoiler free, I feel. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But there's, uh, we always saw Steve Trevor's uh, secretary in the trailer. Like, I always remember that, that hilarious scene where um, Wonder Woman's like, oh, who are you? He's like, I'm the secretary. Or she says, I'm the secretary. What is that? Uh, I mm-hmm. do what he says. <laughs> oh, you know, where I come from, this, that's, that's called slaves. Um, but we find out, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is not spoilery at all, but she plays Etta Candy. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that? So, you know, uh, when we reviewed the uh, other Wonder Woman TV shows, 
you know, um, they had their versions of Etta Candy, at least the newer one, the 2011 had their version, who really had nothing really to do. And so I thought that was kind of cool that they had her in this one being uh, Steve Trevor's um, secretary. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, very cool. I did expect um, some really cool action scenes. We got some teases in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering how it was going to tie into the Justice League movie, which it doesn't really do. What it actually does is it kind of gives us the backstory on the photograph that we saw in Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. That's really mm-hmm. what it is because, um, and this isn't spoiling anything either, but the the movie, it starts off present time and she you know she's kind of like looking at this picture and then she's telling the audience the story of that picture and so you know we see a, a very young uh, diana in the mascara the, the, the i'm still i feel the mascara i, I think you know. nailed it <laughs> you think so somebody's think gonna so. yeah somebody will tweet at us and let us know i'm sure they'll <laughs> they'll screenshot like the webster uh, right. webster uh, <laughs> pronunciation of it also, what I I don't think they really showed us in the trailer is like a villain. Um, I think mm-hmm. I've seen screenshots of who uh, the villain was, so that was one of the things I was gonna look uh, be looking for. Someone who was not one dimensional, like a lot of uh, Marvel um, mm-hmm. villains. So I kind of like the villain in this one, not so bad. And we'll kind of leave that one definitely spoiler free. We're not gonna talk about the villain now. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about the story real quick. Um, a little fish out of water. So in the trailer, we see that um, Diana saves Steve Trevor. You know, mm-hmm. he is like in the water and uh, you see like a little bit of like fighting from both sides. We'll kind of leave the details of that out of this part. And mm-hmm. um, and then they go to London, you know, where she is there to kind of help stop the war. So we'll just, again, leave it kind of basically to that what'd you think of the overall story of this movie uh i thought it was great i i mean i don't know how true they stuck to the comics in this um i thought it was really well established there were some great visuals in the beginning that um she's kind of talking about her how her father is zeus and and kind of the backstory um i think it's her mom is actually telling her the story um, but there's great visuals in that scene. They set up the story really well. And then, um, obviously with her and Steve Trevor, the whole thing kind of takes it into a new direction. And so, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed the story. I enjoyed most of the aspects of this movie. Yeah, it's really well balanced. You get a little bit of everything. You got some action fighting sequences, but you also get some war elements out of it. Uh, the the comedy is, um, mm-hmm. you know, is, is is just well balanced. It's not like overly cheesy. Right. Um, I thought it all made sense. Like I, I didn't really roll my eyes or anything like that. Uh, so I thought it was a great balance of a little bit of everything that uh, just kind of made it uh, really engaging for the audience. Um, I chuckled throughout the movie. You know, I thought Gal Gadot. Um, she was very charismatic. She was cute in all types of ways. Mm-hmm. This movie made me love her even more. Yeah. Uh, I fell in love with her in the Fast and the Fear series because her boyfriend was Asian. So I was like, <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance, right? So, so I've been, I've been, a, I've been a fan. I've been a fan. Um, 
The story, I thought it was well paced. This movie clocks in at two twenty, mm-hmm. and at uh, at no point did I ever feel that it was kind of dragging. Um, but what this kind of um, is guilty of, but I feel like a lot of superhero movies do this, is that they kind of do go back and forth. You know, the like the 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 A plot line and then the B plot line like, with the villain. So sometimes right, I'm like. Right. Okay, well, that's that's fine that that we're seeing them do that now. But is this really necessary? But it was still fine because this is um, some newer characters we're not familiar familiar with. Um, you know, with having Wonder Woman just being introduced uh, in Batman v Superman. So, um, yeah, I thought Patty Jenkins. I, I don't know her from really anything else. I know she directed the movie Monster with Charlize Theron, uh, who mm-hmm. won an Academy Award for that uh, role. So. Um, yeah, I thought she did really well. That now the if I if they if I had any type of knock on this movie, some of the action sequences, the CGI, you mm-hmm. know, may not have been as clean. Right. You know, it um, it just maybe was a little fuzzy or a little blurry. I'm not sure. Like, did you get that sense, or what were your thoughts on the on the special effects? Yeah, um, I thought a lot of the special effects were good, but I do agree. It might have just, I wasn't sure. Did you see the movie in 3D? No, heck no. (laughs) Okay, so I saw it in 3D unbeknownst to me when I bought the tickets. Um, (laughs) And so I wasn't sure if it was just the fact that I saw it in 3D where some things looked a little either slow or out of place. Um, Hmm. But it's interesting you say that. So now it kind of confirms that. Okay, maybe some yeah, little pieces were off, yeah. Yeah, hmm. Yeah, I really like uh, a lot of the action towards the end because there's just a lot of great imagery. Um, so I, I definitely want to give credit to the filmmakers. You know, I thought I thought it was beautiful. It's It wasn't quite yeah. um, Guardians Volume 2, like, you know, spectacular visually. Sure. Uh, but it was really, really good. I mean, this is definitely one beautiful. of the... Yeah, it was one of the better looking um, DC movies for sure. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Anything else you think we can talk about in the non-spoiler section? Um, one thing I think is safe to throw out, this isn't Marvel, so don't expect for any mid-credits or a stinger right. at the end. Don't even waste your time waiting. There's nothing at the end. So just go on home when the credits roll. Yeah, the uh, I will. I will say the credits... Uh, with graphics are beautiful. The animation, yeah. Um, so I would stick around for those if you are into that kind of thing. But um, yeah, no, no after credit spoilers. Yeah, I my my um my coworker who who I went to go see it with, he had to remind me that uh, BVS had a couple too. I'm like, really? Did they really? And he's like, yeah. So maybe this one will have some. So mm-hmm. we stayed for the whole thing. But <laughs> I think it's just because like you know from over a decade decade of watching Marvel sure. movies. You We've never just know. come to yeah. So um okay, so we're gonna get into spoilers pretty soon, but before I play the trailer, Hannah, do you recommend this movie? A hundred percent yes. All right. I as well um um recommend this movie. I had a good time. Uh I do wanna watch it again. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I have a daughter who's 15. I think she would really like this. Um, so I think this is, uh, definitely something, uh, for all ages, you know, so I definitely want to check it out again. Yeah. I really love Gal Gadot in this one. And also I'm not the hugest Chris Pine fan. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean I dislike the guy. I love him in the Star Trek movies. Um, I haven't really seen any of his rom-coms, but he surprised me in this one. Yeah. I thought, I thought he was really good in this one. 
I agree. Um, I thought they had great chemistry, Godot and and him. Um, yeah. Without going into too much, but I thought they played really well off each other. I will say to your point about your 15 year old daughter. Um, somebody asked me on Twitter earlier tonight about bringing younger kids to the movie. Uh, five. She actually specifically asked, "Should I take my five year old to this?" Um, if you have that situation, I would say yes. There's not. The violence is not overly violent. There's not a lot of blood. I don't remember any swear words and there's no uh very there's no sex scenes. So Right. There's there's nothing inappropriate. The the thing is I feel uh the content is okay for a five year old. Mm-hmm. Now the thing is the movie has a lot of action sequences, so it can get very loud. Right. And the movie is two twenty. So it is a right. long movie. Right, it is very long. There, um, there was a yeah. kid, probably about four or five years old, maybe, maybe no, definitely not three. He looked a lot, a lot bigger than three. I would say four or five, no older than six. That was just screaming his head off, oh, like no. after like a loud explosion, and we're like. Get your baby out of here. Right. <laughs> and then there was a dude like a few uh, rows ahead of me who looked like he might have been periscoping the damn movie. Oh, and geez. it's like, dude, we can see your fucking screen. <laughs> like, yeah. cut it out. You know, so. <sighs> the worst t- kinds of people. Yeah. You know, it is opening night, but, but like, geez, man, like, you know, be, you got to be mindful of the other people. You, you don't want somebody to sue you for your 1750. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So, um, yeah, so we both recommend it. Uh, at this point, we're going to give you, the listener, uh, the opportunity to pause it if you have not yet seen this movie. Hopefully, we convince you. Yeah, go watch it. We both recommend it. We had a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, very little to really nitpick. Uh, so, here we go. Here's the trailer. You will train her harder than any Amazon before her. Never let your guard down. You expect the battle to be fair. Until she is better than even you. All right, we're back. And uh, Hannah, don't you guys have like a spoiler alert thingy on your show? Uh, we do. We're horrible at spoilers. Uh, We're just like, we, spoiler alert. That's it. Yeah. Usually literally just seconds before the spoilers. <laughs> so there you go. I, I, I think I gave the listeners enough time uh, to pause the episode. So if you are mm-hmm. now listening, hopefully you've seen the movie or you just don't care about spoilers. Right. So uh, what's the first thing you want to talk about? Oh, my gosh. Um, let's talk about the first battle scene with... The women and the Germans, the Germans. that are chasing uh, yeah. Chris Pine mm-hmm. or Steve Trevor, rather. Steve Trevor, um, yep. Incredible. Uh, v- stunning visuals, great use of slow motion, which I think they uh, slightly overdid by the end of the film. Um, yeah. But in that beginning sequence, incredible visuals. Yeah, I know uh, we saw it in the trailer where uh, Robin Wright does this, um, I think she jumps off of his shield and mm-hmm. does like a twist and like shoots off three arrows. That was badass. It was so cool. That was so badass. Um, <laughs> yeah. I found myself clapping during this movie. Like one of those annoying <laughs> yes. people that I audibly <laughs> said like, yes, twice in this film. Um, and that was one of the one of the scenes that I did that. That that's a really great um great scene. I love how we just get right into mm-hmm. that island. You know, obviously we right. see um Diana like at two different stages in her life, I think at five and then eight and then uh, you know, as a grown woman. Mm-hmm. But um 
Yeah, I do love like the the montage of her training. I thought they were all very um, well paced, like nothing dragged. We just got right into it. This is how she learns. This is who some of these people are, and I kind of immediately knew that somebody was gonna die, and I I think I knew it was gonna be Robin Wright. Hmm. Yeah. Um. It it does make sense for that to happen, definitely. Yeah, because it's like I was like, well, I don't think she becomes queen and. In this movie, or I mean, look, I, I'm not the one to. I, I know nothing about Wonder Woman, but uh, I I think like the glimmer in Robin Wright's eye when when it looked like she was like, I can train her. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's about she's about she's about right. I was like, oh, she gonna die. And then <laughs> then you know we got to see Trevor. Robin. Then we get the that was pretty cool too. How um, the Germans when they were like looking for him and they found that portal, you know, that uh, granted them access, you know. So that that was kind of cool. And I just loved how we just get right into a fight scene. Mm -hmm. So like watching the trailer, I was like, when does that even come in in the movie? Like, no, man, we get it right there in the very beginning. Let's let's show you guys a great action sequence and just get it out of the way and then start the story. So that was kind of cool. That was my fear as well, was that we were going to see that scene and then there was going to be nothing in the middle. Um, but the action pacing of this film was really solid. I mean, every time you were kind of like, oh, I'm kind of lulling to sleep a little bit or I'm, I'm kind of losing my attention span, it was another action sequence. So, you know, I never really felt like, oh, this is dragging or this is boring. I was always kind of like, ooh, what's going to happen next? Yeah, I I really liked the the scene when she goes grab like the uh, lasso and the shield mm-hmm. and the and the sword. That was all great. I, 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 the the only thing that made me kind of raise my eyebrow a little bit was when she just saw like the the armor, you know, the the dress and the what what is this top thing that looks like a corset but not. <laughs> I don't no know idea. But you know, her her uniform, you know, when she finds out like what was it, was it just like sitting on a mannequin and she right. just took it like what <laughs> what was that? You know, like I I I would have wished that it was actually like maybe that that was something that they all kind of wore in battle. Sure. You know, and so but I don't know, I I guess it's it's, it's fine if it's just like an individual thing because it's like maybe it's like uh I, I think they they kind of keep within the family. Mm-hmm. Um so I do like the the beginning sequence. Um, one of my favorite scenes is actually like after you know she tries on like the two two hundred some odd dresses, right? <laughs> and again, one of those things that we see in the trailer, but I think the the comedy still hit with me is when she tries to go through like the rotating doors, right? <laughs> and she is so cute, like she's like holding her shield and her sword, and she like kind of like walks in and is like, all right, all right, let me try this again, yeah, you know, and she's like trying to time it right to go through the door without getting hit. Ah, she was so cute. Um, and she was like, she didn't want to let go of the sword and the shield, and she was holding on to it like you know, like, like a little kid not wanting to let go of their teddy bear. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I thought her physical comedy was on point. Uh, comedic timing with some of her lines. Yeah. I thought she was really good at this one. She really impressed me. Definitely. Um, I loved that that sequence. Um, it gave me like a Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them vibe almost. And I don't know if it it was just because it was this kind of like quirky British lady following her around. (laughs) Um, But I really loved that little bit. I thought that was really great. There's there's actually a lot of subtle humor in this movie that's really good. Um, A lot of it comes from Etta as well, I feel. 
Yeah, very much so. And as you were saying, it was cool of them to tie her in. Um, and I kind of noticed at the end there, um, when they're walking in the crowd and um, towards the end, her and Diana are walking together and she kind of, I she gave me the vibe that's like, oh yeah, Diana, I work for Diana now. I just got that mm. sense from her when they were okay. walking. So yeah, I, can see that. I thought I can see that, that was kind of cool the way they kind of played that subtly. Um so yeah, really cool. I like I liked all the characters in this movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed Etta. Like um they definitely could have you know, kind of gone the wrong way by mm-hmm. like, oh, she she's a comedy, a comedic relief. You know, let's right. give her all the lines and all of like, no, they sh- we just got just enough of her. Mm-hmm. You know that that it didn't get annoying. You know, yeah. Um, you, you mentioned I think in the non spoiler section about like the uh, the part where Diana's mom was telling her her you know um, Diana's story. You know about Zeus and mm-hmm. and all of that and. I thought that was really cool too, and to kind of compare it to a recent Marvel movie, Guardians Volume Two. This, did you see that one? I haven't. No. Oh, okay. Well, there, there's a similar scene where there's a storytelling, and I uh, I like the Wonder Woman version much, much better. Just visually, it looks better, and I don't think anybody's gonna be like that was an odd choice to do that, you know. Right. Whereas in Guardians Two, Volume Two, I I feel like um, that like some of the podcasts I listened to, I think that's one of the things that they kind of knocked it on. Like, yeah, what was that part about? It just didn't hmm. look right um, visually. Yeah. So. Um, I really like the scene where uh, Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor are on the boat, like mm-hmm. heading back, you know, yeah. to to London. That was great. About like, oh, you want to sleep next to me? Or that was great. <laughs> that was a pretty good scene. It was really cute. Um, how they were kind of discussing how she had read about <laughs> reproduction and and pleasure of the In flesh. 12, I think 12 she books, calls right? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pleasure of the flesh. <laughs> Pleasures I'm pretty of the sure flesh. that was on Skinamax. Yeah, <laughs> I might have yeah, allegedly seen those. That was that was great. <laughs> um, okay, so let's uh, let's talk about a little bit about Steve Trevor's crew. Can we can we call, sure. call, call them a crew? Um, I really like the guy who I think wasn't he like in one of the Mummy? No, no, no. He was in uh, one of the GI Joe movies, probably mm. the first one. Um, I'm trying to find him real quick. Saeed. Okay, you know what? He plays Samir. I'm not going to. I'm sorry. The the actor's last name is like ridiculously long. Uh, but Samir, I liked him. He was very charming. You know, yeah. he put yeah, he played the guy who spoke like a lot of different languages as well. So I I enjoy the the play between him and Diana, you know, when they're like, Oh, let me impress you with this language. And it's like, I yeah. know this too. And then like she totally stumps him <laughs> at one point. Right. And then he does a thing with his ear, you know, perks up and's like, mm, I don't know that one. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was great. Um, he, I thought that whole kind of ensemble cast was really endearing. They're just they're very likable characters. Um, they're regular folk. There's they nothing are. like too special about them. They are, and they're not a bunch of white dudes, which is like really refreshing. Right. Yeah, we got a Native American. We got a. Uh, I don't think they really say what Samir is, but he's definitely like uh, Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Charlie is Irish, which is a white dude and probably the whitest you can get. Right. But I I do like how they're like, oh, he's a marksman, but like. You don't really see that, you know, you know. Right. I'm one. So they, they was, really save that. I was trying to understand there because 
there's a scene with with uh, Steve Trevor when he's talking. Or no, I'm sorry, it's Samira, actually. And he's talking to Diana about how people, everybody has their own battles that they're fighting. And right. it seemed like they were alluding to his character having PTSD of some sort to the f- yeah. to where he can't actually pull the trigger on a gun or something along those lines. I, d- I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but it seemed like he was dealing with some mental issues. Yeah, that almost sounds like um, the most recent Magnificent Seven. They gave a character that trait, too. Mm-hmm. Um, on the note of reminding me of other movies, the end where they're at the airfield totally mm-hmm. reminded me of Fast and the Furious 6, I think it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, did you see that one at all? Uh, I think I've seen Fast and Furious's one through... Two and then oh, maybe <laughs> like a random one in between. <laughs> oh, okay, you didn't watch Paul Walker's last one? No, I probably should. I mean, I'm not opposed to them. I just like haven't like it hasn't been on my list of things to do. <laughs> yeah, the um the like the big joke was that they were just on this what was it called a, like a tarmac? You know the oh, run- yeah, runway. Sure. Yeah, they were on that like forever, and people were like, "How long is that? Is that like three miles long?" Because that scene just goes on forever. Um, you know, so they're <laughs> racing and they're like they're racing against a plane or trying to catch up to a plane. Of but anyway, they that's are. what. Yeah, so Gal Gadot was in that franchise, also in that scene. So that kind of reminded me of that. Now, is it me or when Ares is in his Greek myth- mythological form, mm-hmm. he sounded a lot like Dr. Freeze? A little bit, Arnold, yeah. He sounded like Arnold in that. So I thought that maybe it was me, but okay, I'm glad you kind of agree. But uh, So he took me out just a little bit. But what would you think about him as the big baddie? He was great. Um I'm not sure if that was a thing people know if you had read the comics before, but I had no idea that he was going to be Ares. Um, For me, he's Professor Lupin from Harry Potter. So that alone was kind of like, oh, there's (laughs) Professor Lupin. And there was another guy when they were in the courtroom scene with all the men screaming at each other. Um, There was another guy in that 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 was in Harry Potter as well. So it was kind of all I could think about for a little bit. But uh. I thought he was good. Um, he's a great actor. He he's a, a solid a solid pick. But I was really surprised that they picked him for that. I I just he doesn't kind of have that brute gritty sort of thing that you usually see in a villain. And I think that um, what was the German um, was it guys Luden something again? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I was I was thinking he's atypical for for that kind of role, and then they pulled a switch on me, so I did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah, L- Ludendorff is, is who you're talking about. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a, a misdirect, and uh, I thought it was effective. You know, I, I thought it was good. Now, my coworker he said that his wife whispered and said, "Oh, when um, when the British guy came on screen, she's like, oh, he, he's he's going to be the baddie.' So it was mm. like she immediately knew. So that was kind of funny." Interesting. I thought that it was going to be um, the germ. <laughs> I cannot remember his name. Ludendorff. Lud- Ludendorff. I thought it was going to be his chemist that was the actual. I thought it was going to be some weird plot twist where it's like, oh, Ares is a woman. Surprise, lady power. And I was like, this is going to be dumb. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. But then I, I guess uh, kind of throughout the movie, we do see Dr. Poison. Um, you know, she she doesn't seem to be like very physical, right? I mean, she right. is a doctor. She works with gases. So I guess that would make sense. But um, mm, yeah, I don't know if I would have liked her as... Uh, well, I mean, if she was like in, in a different form, obviously, but... I love that prosthetic mask that they give her. Yeah, it was great. That's that's pretty great. Like that's something that um, you're gonna remember uh, of yeah. her character. I thought for the longest time I was like, if you don't rip that, find an excuse to rip that thing off by the end of this, I'm gonna be so upset. But they did. Um, yeah, I knew it was coming. I knew. There's it was a coming. good scene with her and Chris Pine towards the eh, endish of the film when they're talking near the fireplace. He's in disguise uh, at, as a, at the gala? a German. Yeah, at the gala. Okay, right. Um, and he's clearly trying to win her affection to gain access to her chemistry. And um, I think it was just kind of a great she she just played that really well where she was kind of, ooh, this guy's talking to me. This is never happens to me. And then it was kind of like, OK, I know what you're doing and I'm smarter than you. So I thought she just acted that really well. Yeah, you played a little duality there. Yeah, I yeah. like it. It's um, yeah, you, you kind of said it earlier. Like everybody was really good in here. Like all of the secondary characters. Um, Can we talk it, about uh, No Man's Land for a second? Because that was absolutely. probably. I think I got goosebumps in that scene. Um, the No Man's Land scene when they're kind of in the bunker and they're telling Diana that she can't go out there because this this squadron i guess has been there for battalion whatever they call it has been there for a year and they haven't Mm -hmm. moved they haven't gained any ground and she just like says like screw it i'm going up here climbs the ladder walks out like a badass and it is so cool she just starts blocking these bullets and then it's just fantastic it is pretty good um I I do like how she blocks the bullets, but I feel like um, as the movie progresses, it seems to come a little too easy for her. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess True. I never I, I I never pictured like Wonder Woman as somebody who can block bullets. I mean, maybe it's a thing in the comics, but but like there's a lot of rounds that are coming at her, and she's like yeah. blocking all of them as if it was just like somebody like just fighting her. You know, like all totally. these movements. So I mean, may- maybe she is that fast, and you know, I'm just uh, I just wasn't expecting it. So I was just like, huh. Well, that's interesting. But they just kept on running with it. You know, right. um, we we mentioned in that unaired 2011 TV pilot how the the CGI on the last looks so terrible. This one looked pretty good. Um, you know, I didn't think it was like too thin or anything like that. I thought the glow was just right. So I didn't find it like distracting or cheesy or anything like that. It's pretty good. Yeah. I was just thinking, but also her mother looked a lot like She-Ra. No? She-Ra. Too too young for that, huh? Maybe. (laughs) I'm dating myself. You know, He-Man? He-Man's sister, She-Ra? Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. I may have to do the side by side. Like there's no live action version of She-Ra that I know of. There but, should be. Um, kind of like what she was wearing and like her, uh, is it called the headdress that she was wearing? Yeah, her crown yeah. type thing. Yeah, very kind of similar. So I, yeah. so I definitely got like some vibes of, oh, let's take some elements maybe from She-Ra, you know? Right. So I can the probably costumes see as well, I will say, is something Amazing. that I definitely noticed in this movie because they're so good. Um, everyone on Themyscira is dressed really great. Um, a lot of Steve Trevor's outfits are very 
kind of dashing or almost like, I don't know, some type of like fall catalog that you would see. <laughs> so great, great work there too. Yeah, great costuming uh, all around. Uh, wardrobe. Let's give credit to the wardrobe department. Yes. Uh, shout out to them. Yeah, everything looked very good. Anachronistic, is that the right word? You know, everything looked of its time. Yeah, you know, definitely. So, um, I'm glad that they, let me see. I'm trying to remember before I say it, but I'm pretty sure that they did not have, um, like, we, we didn't see no Batman or anything like that. And I'm I'm glad they didn't. You know, right. this this we is one woman's the, movie. Yeah, you know the quick the quick thing the quick sh- show at the beginning of the Wayne Enterprise truck and then the briefcase and that's really case, all you see. The, and the then, ledger, the ledger yep. had his name uh, name on it. Right, and, and, then, and then she her, emails him. <laughs> yeah, her sending the email at the end is really the only thing that we see. Um, I wonder if it's like. Bruce Wayne at gmail.com. You know, I'm sure somebody's right. got that one, but I, I really wanted to see the email just to see what it was. It might Bat be like dash man at yeah, hotmail.com. Right. He has to use something that nobody uses. So it's like AOL or Hotmail. Yeah, AOL would be a good one. Maybe MSN. I don't know there if that's you still go. around. There you um, go. My parents have MSN. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that they didn't, um, use any of the other superheroes uh in in this one because like bvs they they threw in the flash for a little bit there um right also because like when i think one of the first posters also had like steve trevor in it that was actually like kind of prominent in in that uh, poster Hmm. and like i remember i don't know who it was but somebody on twitter is like hey i fixed it for you guys and took like everybody else out and just left wonder woman on there (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yeah and so thereafter like all the newer um, posters have all just been her so yeah i'm I'm, I'm glad they did that put the focus on wonder woman this is her movie Uh, yeah definitely and it's the first woman to direct a woman superhero movie so that's big as well yep that's so that's a pretty big deal so um have you seen some of the posters? I, I think uh, they've mm-hmm. uh, the Wonder Woman. They they've been getting um, some some recognition, I guess, for having some pretty nice looking posters. You know, with uh, Spider Man Homecoming having come out <laughs> looking like it was photoshopped. <laughs> right. Um, I love the poster. It kind of looks like she's like uh, kneeling. The one I see the most is one of her kneeling on the... Sh- it looks like the shore of probably her island. And mm-hmm. um, she's one. got the sword and her hair is like perfect. By the way, her hair was perfect in this entire movie, which is like never going to happen. But she I mean, is a superhero. She so. is perfect. She is yeah. perfect. <laughs> she is very... Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, uh, visually, posters are really, really pretty. Um, a lot of the shots in this movie really kind of showcased what the poster looked like, I thought. Um, that color scheme of her outfit was kind of all over the, the film, which was beautiful. Speaking of, like, um, you know, the visuals and stuff, like, I, the one I kind of teased earlier, uh, it was the one where, like, she's, you know, kind of surrounded by fire, you know, like, she's really fierce. Like, I love all of that end stuff. Just um, the imagery was just, uh, was really stunning, you know, yeah. and um, she was looking good. But again, like, sometimes, like, some of the CGI, like, uh, the one that I referenced to my coworker is the, the one where she, like, jump kicks a dude out the window. Right. Like, <laughs> as cool as that looked, like, it didn't look that good. Like, it right. looked cool visually, 
but the CGI wasn't so clean. Sure. So there's little I, uh, things like that, but I can forgive it. I read it. that she was, when pregnant. they were doing reshoots, re yeah, she was five months pregnant, so they put a big green screen on her stomach area, and they just fixed it in post, which is, like, right. the most badass thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, not only are you a great Wonder Woman already, but you freaking did it pregnant. Like, top yeah. that. You know, um, <laughs> you know, the the uh, we we talked about again. I keep referencing our um, uh, comparisons on original remake. Check that out. Um, we talked about how I think Adrian Pilecki was like, uh, you know, height wise, she looked good. Kathy Lee right. Crosby was too short. I guess I I found out that she also played tennis, and so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I feel like usually tennis. Well, I guess there's tall ones too, I but. Can see it. Um, in this one, it could be the heels or whatever, like possibly wearing wedges. But she right. she didn't look like undersized compared to a lot of the guys in there. No. So I like that a lot too. I think she's fairly tall as well. I think she's like five eleven, so she's a good good height. But also, it's funny you say that when we're referencing the original remake episode because the one thing that made me think of you when I was watching this movie was the the scenes with the lasso because you and I were both <laughs> talking a lot of shit about the twenty eleven pilot yeah. because the lasso looks horrible and in this movie all i kept thinking was that's how you do the lasso of truth that is exactly what it's supposed to look like yeah yeah it really was uh i don't know if you saw this but a friend shared this with me because he knew i was gonna uh, go watch the movie mm -hmm. but uh apparently in lebanon it is banned yes yeah yes. just because she's uh israeli um yeah, is, is and served in the it? military. Served in the military, and they're at war right now. So I get it, but get over yourselves. I mean, come I, on. Yeah, right. Like, I get it, but also you're depriving an entire country of a very important film. Some greatness. Some greatness. Some greatness. Yeah. Um, speaking of greatness, the score in this movie is so well done and it was really good yeah the places they put her theme are so awesome like every time i heard it i was like oh here she goes to kick some more ass like this is gonna be amazing yeah it really was like um i forgot when the first time they reintroduced that wonder woman theme the from, first one uh, i think heard was veld when they were in veld was that what it was called veld when they Veld, had just yeah, yeah -E and she was in that tower thing, kind of fighting everybody off. Was I think the first time it, it started? Yeah, so it, it's you know the reintroduction of that theme from um, Batman v Superman. You know, like any time we'd yeah. see Wonder Woman about to kick some ass, they'd play that theme. So I I really liked how they brought that back, and I, I kind of expected them too, but um, they actually didn't like overplay it. You know, it wasn't like over, yeah. oversaturated with that theme, so that was kind of nice. You know, because I didn't I didn't want to get sick of it. Um, right. But they did definitely um, have some other stuff, and I was very surprised actually by the end song. I didn't look at, uh, look it up. I, I can probably. I pull it up here um but oh, it sounded sia? like maybe oh it, it sounded like sia it was but sia, there's a yeah. dude singing too i was like is that chain yeah. smoker featuring sia or something Ugh, i hope it's not the chain smokers <laughs> you can't stand them huh i just don't i mean they're fine it's a uh, labyrinth sia featuring labyrinth uh, it's called labyrinth. to be human that's yeah. a new one for me i've that's... never heard of that before i know it's a movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a great movie yeah <laughs> I love um, Sia, so this was this was too. a big plus for me too. Big win. And and you know, she's 
I like Sia as an artist, so I think it's very fitting to put her in、mm-hmm. a Wonder Woman movie or feature a song of hers. Sure.、Um, I, I like what she stands for. How you know, like her performances, she never reveals her face, or for the、mm-hmm. most part, she doesn't because she wants it to be about her music and not what she looks like. So I really like all of that.、Um, anything else?、Uh, any last thoughts about this movie? I think we kind of touched on what we really just wanted to talk about. Again, like we weren't looking to go in depth with this. Right.、Um, and, you know, it's really just our Initial thoughts and and all that good stuff. So I, th- I, I think will say on a lot of it. One thing that I was surprised that they did, and of course you never know until you actually see a dead body in a movie if they're dead. But I was surprised that they killed off Steve Trevor.、Um, I、oh, did、right. not expect that to happen. Yeah, I, you know, somebody might have been chopping some onions near me. <laughs> <laughs> I teared up a couple times a in this、bit. movie too.、Um, That、I definitely the, teared up at her her trainer her maybe her aunt we were talking、okay. about this off yeah、uh, possibly off mic. aunt like, her because I I think her mom you know might have called her sister so that's why I think that's her、mm-hmm. aunt but the trainer the the Robin Wright who who trains during the movie she does get killed off and I I did、uh, definitely you know get misty eyed、yeah. at that point because I was like I,、um, oh no I like you I got sad about that I got sad at the end but the part that Made me tear up the most was the that that、uh, no man's land scene when she was just walking out in slow motion like full garb and looks like a total ba and I was just like tearing up because I was like this is not common like seeing this in a movie for a woman is so uncommon and it's so cool that this is probably going to go on to gross you know a hundred two hundred million dollars like. It, it just got me so psyched about the reality of of what was going to happen. So I was excited. Yeah, no,、uh, definitely, I, I agree with all of those、uh, points you make there. I was just trying to see if there was anything else,、um, maybe that was、uh, interesting to kind of bring up. I think we really did just touch on a little bit of everything. So, yeah.、Um, okay. So I, I guess that will kind of wrap it up now.、Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed our, our thoughts, and if you strongly disagree with something, let us know. Yeah, let's continue this conversation、mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter. You know, we would definitely love to hear from some of the listeners. And Hannah, for those that want to interact with you, how can they do that?、Um, you can interact with me on the interwebs. You can follow our podcast at Film Roast Show on Twitter. You can like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash filmroast, and you can find our podcast again anywhere where podcasts are iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. All right. And for me,、uh, Podstalgic can be found at Twitter or on Twitter and Instagram at Podstalgic.、Uh, this, this podcast, I do、uh, a lot of older movies as well,、uh, more so than new releases.、Uh, something I want to pimp out because I was、um, you know, really、uh, happy about this interview, but I recently did Sister Act 2.、Uh, for those that remember, I also interviewed. Um, Ryan Toby, who played Amal in the movie, and he has that very iconic scene where he sings "Oh Happy Day." <laughs> so、uh, yeah, definitely check that out. It was,、awesome. a, it was a great listen. He had stories about Lauren Hill and stuff like that. So,、um, so that's something to pimp out.、Uh, Hannah, anything you want to pimp out real quick? Uh, go see this movie. Gal Gadot <laughs> is Bay. That's all I have to all say. Right, yes,、uh, I co-signed that for sure.、Um, I have to fight you for her. But、uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll do it for us. Check out any of my other content at CortezParts.com. I also do another podcast called We Got Five, 
And uh, yeah, leave an iTunes review if you are a longtime subscriber and have not yet done that. That would really help out the show. And if you've got a couple minutes, go over to Film Rose Podcast and do the same for them. You know, support your uh, your independent podcasters. So yeah. um, that'll do it for Hannah. I'm Peter, and we will see you guys next time. It works out. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.